What is up, everybody? Welcome back to episode number six of the You and Right Dog podcast. I'm one co-host. My name's Ross. Kime? Yeah, what's up, guys? Kime here. The Knicks should have beat the Clippers today, but choked a massive first quarter lead, so we unfortunately lost. Ooh. Mike? What's up, guys? Michael here. It's going to be a good episode. That's right. So last episode, it was episode five. We went over our predictions, not really predictions, but more picks for uh, the Eastern Conference All-Star team. Now we're going to be creating our entire Western Conference All-Star team, which will consist of five starters and seven reserves. So we ready to jump right in? Yep. Awesome. So let's throw out some names. This one should be a little more star powered and uh, at least a clear starting lineup in the Eastern. But in my opinion, um, I'll throw out some names. Let's start with uh, Luka Doncic. Yep, Luca's definitely in with there. the backcourt. I, I don't even think he's, he's going to start there. Um, Easy starter in the backcourt. Let's not waste our time talking about things that are going to happen. Number two, LeBron James. Well, are we going to stick in the backcourt? Oh, backcourt. Yeah. yeah, then Harden. So yeah, Harden. Yeah, you have to take Harden. I mean, as much as I want to put Lillard in there, it, I just you know James Harden's going to be there. Look at that voting gap though. Almost five hundred thousand votes. Right. More than five. 500 thousand votes actually is don't get me wrong the only he's the only guard above a million votes so yep and then you know big drop off from Harden to Lillard so again we're not wasting our time here let's move right onto the front court uh we're moving right along LeBron James yeah LeBron's a lock even if he wasn't playing as well as he was then he'd still be a starter so cracked a million votes again no surprise. That's what, that'll be LeBron James taking up the third slot. Things start to get a little interesting, though. Um, you got guys like Anthony Davis, Kawhi Leonard, Paul George, Cat, who are all competing for that four and five slot in the starting lineup. Anybody have any preferences as to who goes where? Yeah. Aside from load management, I think he <laughs> still deserves to be there for the way he's been playing because he hasn't been playing bad. He just hasn't been playing a lot, per se. But um, he he deserves to be at that spot. Yeah, I agree. I also think Anthony Davis, he's a he's definitely a strong defensive player of the year candidate. And he's also having arguably his best offensive year of his career. Right. So I think he's definitely an all-star starter, and he definitely deserves and that. And he's winning. You know, Lakers are winning yeah, a bunch exactly. of games. So I guess, mm-hmm. as we have it now, our starting lineup, we're looking at Luka Doncic, James Harden in the backcourt. In the front court. we got LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, and Anthony Davis. Good? Yeah. All right. That's a pretty straightforward lineup. So now things – I know I said it before, but now they're really starting to get interesting because there's still so much, so many stars here that we kind of have to sift through and pick out who we feel yeah. really deserve the, the spot. Yeah. Wow. A lot of talent. So, I actually really like this player pool of Western Commerce players that they have on this list. So before we pick out any names uh, in particular, the way we're going to do it and the way we did it last time was there are seven reserve slots. Three of them will reserve for guards, no pun intended. Three of them will be for forwards or, you know, the, uh, you know front, court, front court forwards. Um, and then the seventh slot will be a flex position almost where we can choose between the two. So yep. let's um, – Let's work, let's stay in the front court. We'll do the snake draft the way we did last time. Looking for three more names. I think we can agree that. Do you guys agree that Paul George and Cat are both locks for those reserve positions? Yeah, I think that's a lock. I think that's a lock. Right. Yep. So we can we can add Paul George, re- return from his injury, playing great, um, having a great season so far. Mm-hmm. And Carl Anthony Towns again. He's having a career year. Maybe not winning so much. Uh, but still just the talent that he displays night in, night out 
is an all-star worthy talent. So yeah, Cat, welcome. La- to- this last one's tough though. Yeah, I was gonna say this last one's interesting actually. I agree. You have guys like Luca Booker. Oh, well, Booker's actually in the backcourt, but um, how they're both in the backcourt? But we'll being a biased, that. being a biased Knicks fan and all-time mellow lover, I would say mellow, but. I don't think he deserves I mean, it. Or put it this way. If this was a fan vote, I think Mello, you know, if this, if it solely came down to fan vote, I think Mello would have the edge. Uh, yeah, just, I agree. You know, but... story because of his name, but I, I want to throw, and believe me, I want to throw Brandon Ingram in there. I feel like he deserves a slot. Mm-hmm. I just think with Nikola Jokic there, it's not going to happen. Yeah. I was going to say also being a biased Knicks fan, I don't want Porzingis in this all-star game as much as I loved him when he was on the Knicks. So, yeah, I'd go Jokic also. I don't think Porzingis is there yet. That's my honest opinion. Yeah, I agree. Michael? I think Jokic deserves it over him. Yeah, if you're going to throw someone in there, they're probably going to take someone like Jokic anyway because these other players are up in the air competing with stat-wise and just all-around play. But if they're going to go with the who actually has the most talent, most likely, that's probably going to be Jokic. Don't and co- don't coaches vote and don't, like, NBA people vote. Like, yeah, 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 so, yeah. And they know, like, you know, from a fan's perspective, we might not be educated, but when coaches watch Nikola Jokic play, you know, not everything he does is on the stat sheet, but his court vision is oh, extremely he's, dangerous. Yeah, he's I think great. he's the best passing forward that I've seen yeah, like, the, in my time watching basketball. Yeah. Player. Mm-hmm. He has so much knowledge. The IQ is so high. Let's shift, yeah. let's shift back over to the guards now. We had Luka and Harden in, uh, as the two starting guards. Can we agree yeah, on actually, Damian Lillard? Definitely. 100% good. I don't want another Damian Lillard snub. This is interesting, actually. The debate between Curry and Westbrook. Well, is Curry going to – he's not going to play. No. Curry, not oh, wait, Curry. We have two more spots. I was going to say, Curry can't play. So, I, think I guess we just take him out of it. I, I'm going to put up – I'm going to put a name out there. I think Donovan Mitchell is an automatic. I could see him making it, yeah. I think Russell Westbrook and Donovan Mitchell are going to take those next few spots. I don't see D'Lo taking it. Yeah, I, I can see I that. Want, I want Booker to have it, but I... I honestly think Ja deserves it. I don't think so. No chance. Yeah. If Luka didn't, if Luka wasn't an all-star last year, Ja Morant's not going to be an all-star this year. Yeah, give Ja a year. He'll be in next year. So, can we yeah. agree Russell Westbrook will be an all-star? I mean, he's just like an all-star player. Like, he's been all-star MVP before. That's like his game, you know? He goes. No, they're not. They're not not taking Westbrook. He's averaging twenty four seven and eight. So, like, I mean, if this were a prediction, he'd be in there. And even if this was our vote, who we wanted, I still think Westbrook would be there, right? Yeah. And Curry. Yeah, I agree. Do we still pick Curry, even though he's not going to play in the game? No. I mean, you can't really make somebody an All Star that hasn't played a single minute this season, in my opinion. Right, but like that's gonna that affects his career numbers. So I feel like he's almost gonna be an all star, not playing, and they'll take an additional man. Oh yeah, if he gets, if he got voted a starter, that would be the case. But I feel like if he's a reserve player, then they can't pick him as a reserve if he hasn't right played this season. So so I think that he's not gonna be voted an all star. I think I don't think he'll be picked as a reserve either because. If you're an NBA coach, you're not going to make someone that hasn't played right. a, I mean, a, an all-star. So, for our sake, let's just pretend Curry's not on the list. Yeah. We're between D'Angelo Russell, Donovan Mitchell, and Alex Caruso cracked it later. Um, anybody have anything they want to they wanna throw out there? Any names? Can we agree, Donovan Mitchell? Uh, yeah, I can see Mitchell being an all-star. I think... Yeah, he's just 
overseen a lot of the time, I feel like. He's a good player, though. I think he deserves it. Michael? Yeah, I would say. You agree? Just, All right, I like yeah. that. And then we have – don't forget, we have this one last slot. So our three guards now are Lillard, Westbrook, Donovan, Mitchell. Let's figure out this flex. I know who you're going to say, Ross. You think I'm going to say Brandon Ingram? Yep. I'm between Brandon Ingram and Devin Booker, and it is not close. Like, it is – it is no, no, like, sorry, it is close, extremely close. I think Ingram deserves it, I'll be honest. I think yeah. I think Brandon Ingram deserves it as well. He's, like, the only light on the Pelicans right now. When, like, when Zion comes back and with Ingram and if Lonzo, like, steps up his game, I think they'll actually be Lonzo has insane. been averaging 25, 26 points in the past. Yep, I actually saw it. If he keeps playing like that and then Zion comes back healthy and then they have Ingram too, that's going to be a good team. All I'm saying is I've been Lonzo guy from, you know, day one. He, he's playing, like, yeah. a second overall pick right now. Yep. Um, He's playing well the last few games. Yeah, so any preference there, guys? I'm saying Brandon Ingram. Are we agreeing? Yeah, I agree with Ingram. All right, cool. Yeah. So let me read off these names real quick. We got Luka Doncic, James Harden, LeBron James, Kawhi Leonard, Anthony Davis starting. And then Damian Lillard, Russell Westbrook, Donovan Mitchell, Paul George, Kat, Nikola Jokic, and Brandon Ingram as reserves. I think that may very well be the team, honestly. Right, but this is extremely painful for me personally because – I made a post in the past where I went over the highest uh, highest scoring seasons by NBA players oh, yeah, Booker, right? who weren't all-stars, and Devin Booker was in, like, the top four or five, averaging, like, 26 like, points. Yeah. Booker's a really good player. I just feel like he's also kind of just cut out because he's in the West. I was going to say, if he was in the East, it would be a no-brainer. Yeah, I, I feel bad, but I respect Booker. He's a good player. It will, it'll, it'll be a snub. You know, when it comes yep. down to, you know, the, the facts of it, it'll be a snub. They only have so many spots. Right. And... Yep. So let's move on to the Q&A section of the episode. We have five questions in line. Who knows, might, might only be four, depending on how long some of these take. But let's jump right in. Uh, let's talk about some trade talks real quick. Ooh, okay. I don't want this to t- take too, too long. There's so many possibilities and so many what ifs. But there's three mm-hmm. names. There's three names I want to highlight. Kevin Love, Carl Anthony Towns, and DeMar DeRozan. We can throw in Blake Griffin and CJ McCollum if you want, but those are really the three names I want to talk about. Mm-hmm. There were all these reports about Kevin Love, you know, not being happy in Cleveland. He kind of, you know, talked back to the media saying, it's not true. I love my teammates. Um, but clearly some frustration there that everybody has been addressing this past week or so. Do we see a destination with like a perfect fit? I know Portland Trailblazers have been brought up in the conversation. Yeah, I think Love will definitely get out of Cleveland because, as you saw last game, he was, got pretty upset with Colin Sexton when he didn't pass him the ball right away. And then when he did get it, he, like, chucked it at one of his other teammates. But, I think yeah, I think Love will definitely be out of there. I think if he does get traded, um, but he needs, like, a stretch big. I mean, I, I just think the Portland Trailblazers are a perfect fit for him. And he'd return to his hometown. I just think that is – I think it's logical. Like, they have the assets to trade for him as well. Yeah, I can see that. I could also see like the Nets. Yeah, I, I'm not. I'm not disagreeing with uh, that. I think that the Nets have a lot of expendable guys. On you know, it was like Dinwiddie, Dinwiddie, Kyrie, Durant, Love, and DeAndre Jordan. That's a nice team you got right there. I think they can. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, he just He's, wants to win a couple. A couple. I mean, games, I just feel you know? bad for whoever be on the other end of the deal going to Cleveland. You know, you yep. got to wait another another few years to be even being contention with playoffs. Well, I actually have a good one. I, I can see him going to Utah to the Jazz. I like that. Working alongside Rudy Gobert. Yep. That's actually a really good point. 
Yeah, I don't know Donovan Mitchell. Too, I don't know so if that's what like... they're targeting now. They went. They just went for Jordan Clarkson for a little bit of a scoring punch off the bench. Oh well, yeah, I'm not going based on like whether the team would actually do it. Right, it might be a fit. Yeah, quick transition now. Carl Anthony Towns, bigger name, younger talent. Um, any anywhere you guys want him to go, see him to go. I mean, uh, the Celtics were brought up in conversation for going for Carl Anthony Towns. The Warriors were brought up in conversation. Yeah, I was I was gonna say the Warriors. But I heard he's been trying to team up with D'Lo for like a while now. And I I think that duo would be you know next level. No, it'd be a, it'd be for them when Curry and Clay come back. I'd, yeah, it'd be. But the thing is, D'Lo's not going to fit in really once Curry and Clay come back. In my opinion, I just feel like that's going to be a very small lineup and players like big forwards like Giannis who are playing like the small forward or or like power forward like with Clay on him. I know, but imagine. Might go to the imagine. South. Well, here, here, real, real quick, real quick. Steve Kerr has ran before in the past an extremely successful four guard, three guard lineup like small ball. They used to play with Draymond Green at their center. Yeah, I know that. I just get yeah. Kerr get would, would run the offense of Curry, D'Angelo Russell, um, Clay Thompson, Eric Pascal, and Carl Anthony Towns, or you know swap in Draymond Green for uh, Pascal to perfection. I think that team would work great together. That's a lot of yeah. that's a lot of mouths to feed. Yep, but still, I just feel like everyone's gonna want the ball because Curry's not that great unless he always has the ball in his hands. Clay's a catch and shoot guy, which means that he has to like receive a lot of passes. Um, the ball. I mean, Carl Anthony Towns has been shooting a record number of threes for you know centers in the league right now. I just yeah, I feel like that'd be a lot of stretch on a team, just a lot of three point shooting and that kind of stuff. A lot of guys that have been used to being the number one option their entire career. I'll give you a good fit for Cat though. Uh, let me think of something. How about? The Heat? I feel like the Heat are good where they are. I don't feel like they should force a move. Because they'd have to go up a lot for Cat. That's true. I agree. What team needs, like, a just, like, a, domina- a uh, dominating center that, like... Celtics? Yeah, I feel like that would be a good move, honestly. I feel like that would make them a there, lot. There was, there was a rumor with the Celtics, right, that they were going to give up, like, Jason. Oh, how about, how about the Mavs? I mean, yeah, I don't know how how they would even remotely get, you know, near giving a good offer for Carl Anthony Towns without giving up. Cat, Porzingis, and Luca. I mean, yeah. I, just, I don't know if that's realistic. Yeah, I don't know. but I don't know if that would work out, honestly. Final yeah. name I wanted to talk about was DeMar DeRozan. Not a big man. Some guy who can give you a nice scoring punch. He's a deadly mid-range jumper. You see if a good fit anywhere? I feel like he's lost so much value, honestly. No, not even that. But he needs to go on. A, he needs to join a team where he's not the best player. How about the Nuggets? The best I like. I like him on Orlando. Yeah, uh, I like the Nuggets really though. Yeah, I mean, if he's on Orlando, they're still they're still what they're gonna get in a, a six seed at best. Yeah, but Orlando's, yeah, still, Orlando's still a great defensive team. They're such a defensive minded team, and I feel like Demar would pair up great with a guy like Jonathan Isaac who I just, you know, none of them are, like, extreme, extreme ball-dominant guys. I feel like they'd work really well together. That's why I like the Nuggets, though, because they're, like, team chemistry and their ability to move the ball around a lot. That's true. I did hear about I did hear the Nuggets uh, targeting really? a guy like DeMar, yeah. Uh, yeah, I would like that, honestly. Yeah. I think that'd be a good fit. I'm missing the name. Oh, the Nuggets targeting someone like Derrick Rose. That's, that's who I heard. Do they need another point guard? I don't know, but just a guy off the bench, maybe like Derrick Rose, being able to run the floor when Jamal Murray's when Jamal Murray's not on the floor might 
help them a little bit. I think Rose is Rose is a starting point guard though. He's the fourth highest voted guard for the All Star game. Nice. I mean, that's you know that's Derek Rose. He has a whole story behind it, and that probably counts for like more than half of his votes. I think he's a starter though, honestly. Anyway, this is actually a perfect transition onto the next question. What are your opinions? Where he's just going to share a brief little opinion on Alex Caruso and Taco Fall cracking the top ten of the first wave of All Star votes. Anyone want to start this one off? Uh, yeah, sure. I'll start. Uh, I honestly love it. I love that the fans have this much say in the starters, but if somebody's really snubbed after the starting voting because of fan voting or fan bias or just bandwagons or whatever, I like how the the coaches can pick the reserves, but I actually really like it. I think it's funny how the fans can just pick a player who they like for whatever reason, just make him one of the highest voted players. I just like how they can run the All-Star game like that kind of. It's, it's good for the NBA that you get this kind of drama per se in the talking around the league. But yeah, when it comes down to like who should actually be making the all-star game, these guys don't have the talent to be in the all-star game. They're just not, there's not that level, but you hear them around the league, you know, talking right. about being the tallest player in the league and how it's funny whenever he goes in the, into the game and just catches the ball above everyone. And Caruso. There's all this clout you know, around them. But what I'm saying is I, I think people are getting, unnecessarily butthurt over guys like Alex Caruso getting more votes than Devin Booker, you know, someone who clearly deserves to be in the all-star game. Um, but people, you know, people are getting angry. Like, you know, if it, it, like it all comes down to the fan vote, when in reality, the fan vote is so has such a minuscule say in the actual outcome of who actually plays in the all-star game. Right. Well, people get mad. That's what people do. They want right. to yeah, like, how, understand, how can but it's, taco it's for nothing. It's, but People are, you know, be happy that NBA fans, you know, as a as a group have this say, in, you know, in the game or what happens, like, you know, this per- perceived say, like, when really none of this actually really matters in essence. Right. Yep. I don't know. I just think it's fun to kind of rally behind those guys. Yeah, um, I like it. I yeah, like it. I'm cool with it. So now we're going to get into three would you rather questions. These should be relatively quick. Just share uh, your side or your choice. Number one is... Would you rather miss a wide open layup in the fast break or airball two three pointers in a row, like in the same possession? Offensive rebound back out at you, another airball. Uh probably the one layup because everyone does it and it's over. You ever see Jeremy Lin's like layup and it or I think it was Jeremy Lin like completely missed it was Jeremy Lin on the Nets. Completely missed the rim. It like he did like a finger roll and the the ball went backwards. Yeah, I mean it happens. Like Michael, it happens. Yeah, yeah, it depends what type of three. If they were like wide open threes, and I like had the time to shoot it, and I just burgered both <laughs> of them. That's pretty. We're bad. talking. We're talking like two like average contested like normal, not like not like James Harden contesting, you know, but like normal three pointers. Yeah, I yeah. I still, yeah. I mean, I miss the, I miss layups too often. I'd miss the layup. <laughs> I'd miss the layup. Next question. Yeah. I, yeah. Would you rather get posterized or get your ankles broken? Postered. Uh, if, I, if I get posted, I can't do anything about that. That's what I was going to say, but the ankles, on the other hand, you could just say, like, you tripped. or Nah, but that, no, that's just kind of cover up at that point. Yeah, probably word. the poster. Then. Ankles then I'd broken. also be on a poster. Ankles uh, broken. Dude, on Rudy, Gobert, Rudy Gobert gets postered every other game, I but swear. But he's still defensive player of the year. Like, yeah. Correct. <laughs> And he's on a lot of people's walls, so he's happy. That's right. Get all the clout from getting dunked on. Yep. Final question. Would you rather never win a championship but get $30 million a year? You know, let's just say you play 
10 years in the NBA. So never win a championship but get $30 million a year or win five NBA championships but only get $3 million a year. I'll take the chips any day. You know what's crazy about this, though? Let's just say you play 10 years. If you take the chips and the $3 million a year, you're making in total the amount of money you'd make in one year. On the other hand. Which is still more than enough money to get you by, though, for I mean, the rest depends, of your life. Right, you're right but it depends on what lifestyle you want to live. So that's like a, that's a personal choice. You said, yeah, I take you the said chip. we get $3 million a year. $3 million a year. Instead of how much money a year? 30 it's a huge difference. Yeah, I'll probably. I don't know if if that's your job. If your job's an NBA player and your goal is to win games, screw the money. Just take. Yeah, I'm taking the tips. I'd love to ask this yeah. to like a sample of a hundred players, all different talent and all different like, you know, different levels of the NBA, and see like almost like a survey and see what players will lie. Players will lie. Players, even if they want, if players, they might say they want the rings, but in reality, they just want the money, dude. Yeah, unless you're the best player, unless you're the superstar on the team. If you're an average player on an average, like just like above average, slightly above average, player, you're gonna want the money. You're gonna take the money because you're not mm-hmm. gonna be remembered for anything. Anyway. And considering none of us are, you know, LeBron James, Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, I'm sure. I mean, for me, it might be a little selfish of myself to say this, but I would probably take the money and just and just enjoy <laughs> playing the game of basketball. Right. If you if you were to guarantee me some playoff runs in there, but maybe not winning a championship, I would take it. Yeah. Yeah, I see both sides of it. If I'm all star caliber level talent, then I'm I I want the rings. But if I'm not, then give me the money. Yeah. Yeah, like you don't have to be like Patrick McCall or something. Right. Carried to three chips the first three years of career. Yeah. Exactly. All right. Well, that is going to wrap it up for this episode. Episode six. We just established our Western Conference All-Star team. We'll see if it matches up. I'm thinking it may because I agree with a lot of our picks and I, you know, I think it's pretty good. Um, So that'll be all signing off now. Make sure to tune in for a special episode next week where all three of us will be recording in the same room. That's right. Yep. That's right. Stay tuned. I'll see you guys. Thanks, guys. Peace.